1: Hello, this is Pastor Lauren Richmond, East Denver Bible Baptist Church with Eternity's uh, Values and our podcast broadcast. I want to thank you for listening to us. We've just been doing a few of these now. I hope that you've had the opportunity to listen. I did mention to you that I am not uh, some great theologian, I'm just a normal uh, person, happens to be a pastor love the lord i'm i've got flaws i've got problems just like any of you do but what i want to do is honor the lord and if there's a way it all started with this covid thing it's given me an opportunity to do some broadcast and so my son is now helping me to try to put a podcast together and i'm grateful for that and so i'm going to just try to share some simple things i'm not a pro at this by any means i hope we can get better as we go along And uh, we'll go into some different subjects right now. I'm just trying to give you some simple thoughts. Uh, We shared a little bit of my uh, biography and so forth. But I want to read to you today from Psalm chapter 40 to begin with. I waited patiently for the Lord, and He inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. And he hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it in fear, and shall trust in the Lord. Blessed is that man that maketh the Lord his trust, and respecteth not the proud, nor such as turn aside the lies. Many, O Lord my God, are thy wonderful works which thou hast done, and thy thoughts which are to usward. They cannot be reckoned up in order unto thee. If I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be numbered." And uh, so I want to just think a little bit about where we came from. The Bible talks about us being lifted up out of the miry clay. Um, I'll never forget a young man. And when I was coaching, I think it was at Bear Creek, we had a young man. We went to run a cross-country race over in Thornton. And uh, one of our runners just decided to take a shortcut across the field while he was warming up. And he got into an area of, I don't know if it was exactly quicksand, but very similar to it if it wasn't. And he went in, and fortunately someone was with him, and they were able to get him out. But he was covered from head to toe in mud. And the bus driver said, "Uh, You're not going home on the bus. Your parents will have to come and get you. Because, man, he was one mess. And you know that? That's the way all of us are without Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. The Bible says... There is none that doeth good. Look at Romans chapter 3 just for a minute. Romans chapter 3 and verse number 10. It sort of gives the ugly picture of what a person is like without God. And so I'm going to turn there in Romans chapter 3 and verse number 10. It says, As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understandeth. There is none that seeketh after God. They are all gone out of the way, they are together become unprofitable, there is none that doeth good, no not one. Their throat is an open sepulchre, with their mouths they have used deceit, the poison of an asp is under their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness, their feet are swift to shed blood, destruction and, mis- destruction and misery are in their ways, and the way of peace have they not known, there is no fear before of God before their eyes. Now we know that what things soever the law saith, it saith to them who are under the law, that every mouth may be stopped, and all the world may become guilty before God. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. The reality of everything is this. People are a mess, and everyone in this world is a mess because we're all sinners. We've all come short of the glory of God. We don't measure up to God's standards for heaven. And so, you know, so oftentimes uh, you get people and they they have a big standing in life and they begin to rest on their uh, qualifications. They begin to rest upon the things that they hadn't rest upon or depend upon. And oftentimes people who used to look to God for help, they think, Oh, we can solve this problem, or or people would say, "Well, you don't need to worry about that thing. There's nothing wrong with you. That's just some Christian who has that thought that has those uh, gives you those evil messages that tells you there are restrictions that you can't have freedom." That's the lie that Satan tried to give to man too, wasn't he? You notice know, if you look, go back to Genesis chapter three. He didn't Satan question God's word? That's exactly what he did when he approached when he approached Adam and Eve. If you want to just take a look real quick. The serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. For God doth know, that the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the tree was good for food, it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired, to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together, and made themselves aprons." And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord. God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? God went looking for Adam. Man doesn't look for God. God looked for him. And Eve reason she fell, the reason Adam messed up was because they began to think that, you know, Satan told them a lie, and they bought it. They bought exactly what Satan told them. There are people out there today will tell you, you know what, don't worry about morality. Don't worry about what Christians tell you today, because they're just narrow-minded bigots. But the reality is we're just sharing the Word of God. Jesus saith unto them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. That's still true today. Acts 4.12, it says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. And take a look again in Ephesians chapter 2. And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past you walked according to the course of the world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace ye are saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus.' that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Just think of this. Just think of what Jesus Christ did for us. Just think of where we were. Think about just reaching up. I will never forget when I was supposed to be learning how to swim or was it a youth camp and they wanted us all to jump into the water for a swimming test and i didn't know how to swim and i jumped in and immediately i was reaching and grabbing for that pole fortunately there was a life guard there to pull me out but uh we're gonna struggle we're gonna we're not gonna make it on our own we're, we're going down in a hurry But when we can realize how weak we are, and we know how strong He is, and we can call upon Him, He can pull us out of the mire. He can lift us up out of the miry clay. He can set our feet upon a rock. He can establish our going. He can put a new song in our mouth, and that song ought to be praised to our God. Why? Because of who He is. The Bible says, "...the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost." That's where I am. That's where I was. That's where, if you don't know Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, that's where you are right now. And you say, well, what? Do you think you're better than me? Do you think you're some special person because of who you are? Well, I am a special person. It's not because of who I am, but it's what Christ did for me by dying on the cross. It's what he has made me. It's all about him. It's not about me. And I would encourage you to put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. I was talking to someone yesterday and said, "How long's it been since you've?" Uh, "Where do you go to church?" He said, "Well, I haven't been to church since I graduated from college." Well, you know what? People have got a hunger and thirst for righteousness. So they've got to want to know God. They've got to understand. We've gotten away from thinking there's a problem with not going to church. The Bible says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as a manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as we see the day approaching. Why? Because there's a day coming when people are going to stand before God. They're going to have to give an answer. The Bible says, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you of the reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and in fear. You need to be waiting and uh wanting to share with someone the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And if you can't do it, it might be because you've never trusted in Jesus Christ as your Savior yourself. So guess what? That's something you need to do. You say, well, it doesn't matter. You know, you, you're, not be- you're not any better than me. You're right, I'm not. But I can trust in the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ who saved me, and he's the one that lifts me up out of the miry clay. He's the one that established my going. He's the one that's put a new song in my mouth even praise to my god and i got to be thankful for that and i you know the bible talks uh, in the old testament the lepers that were outside the camp and they were starving to death in the siege the syrians had on the city and they said you know we should just if we stay without the camp we're going to die if we go into the camp, they might kill us, but they might not. Maybe they'll give us some food. And so they threw themselves into the camp of the Assyrians. And guess what? The the Assyrians, the Assyrians were all gone. Satan, had, I mean, excuse me, the Lord had sent a, uh, caused them to see a vision of a bunch of angels, and they had taken off and dropped everything in their way. And these lepers went in and were able to feast on the things. And you, so they said, you know what? We can't not tell others about what God's done for us or something evil's going to happen to us. You know, we have that same responsibility today. How can we not tell others about how good God's been to us? How can we not share with others? Remember the rich man who lifted up his eyes in hell, being in torment? And he just desired that someone would go and tell his brothers. And he was told, they have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. And they said, no, if if someone would go and tell them, they said, well, you know, they have that, and of course, Jesus has rose from the dead and they did, didn't hear him. People can make excuses, but you know what, you need to make a decision. You need to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. We don't have other methods of cleaning up lives, we don't have other methods of Getting people into heaven, there's only one way. Jesus said, I am that way, the truth, and the life. I've come to seek and to save that which was lost. We're told, except a man repent, he's going to perish. Not a popular message, but it's true. The Bible says, Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time, then vanisheth away, then it's gone. Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. August 30th, I think it was 2019, my wife and I, actually it was me, I was driving my truck down the Koufax, we'd just given out some food, and guess what? The transmission went out on the truck. $2,700 to get it in the shop, get it towed, get it repaired. The next day, we're bringing food on Koufax, excuse me, 17th and Galena, we'd just gone to a Christian school and... Dropped off food, and all of a sudden, as we're driving down 17th toward Galena, here's a car coming the other way that's in our lane, coming straight at us. And I thought, you know what? If I go to switch to my left and go out into the, the opposite lane, he's going to correct it, and then we'll head head on, and I'll be in his lane. So I thought, surely he'll recognize it and change. And guess what? He didn't. He never looked at it up, and he hit us head on. Fortunately, I was okay. My wife's had some injury issues as a result of that accident. But you know what? There's no guarantee of tomorrow. The Bible says, Therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. We don't know how much more time we have. Uh, I am enjoying refereeing right now, but I recognize that there's some things that have started to deteriorate. I don't run like I used to run. I don't... Uh, have the balance that i used to have i don't i have some issues with a hand tremor uh there are some thoughts uh occasionally you know you, you don't remember things as clearly clearly as you used to so you get you have dealing with arthritis and other issues that means that we're getting a little bit older we don't have that guarantee of tomorrow but one thing we do have is we know Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. We know that we can live for Him, and we need to make the best that we can and we make the most of what we, the time that we have left. The Bible says in Psalms, excuse me, Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15, 16, and 17, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. God bless you and have a wonderful night.
0: Thank you for listening to the Eternity's Viewpoint podcast with Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. The Eternity's Viewpoint podcast is produced by Resonate Media in partnership with East Denver Bible Baptist Church. If you've been blessed by what you've heard today, help us share the blessing with more people by subscribing and leaving a review. To learn more about the podcast or to connect with Pastor Lauren, visit EternityViewpoint.com.